All right, welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly and I'm here with Julia. Hello. And we're here to break down episode six of The Bachelor. It's finally starting to feel like we're a bit through, like all of a sudden by the end of the episode, there were 10 people. Yeah. And it was like, oh, great. Okay. It is week six. <laughs> finally. That finished week six. And then it became 11, actually. So never mind because Heather. Oh, God. I like almost forgot about that. Me too. I genuinely like, because I went to rewatch just bits and pieces right before and I was, it started the episode with Heather. I was like, oh, can we just like, can we just talk about her now since it's like, we're on the subject. Yes. Let's just get it out of the the way. Because she, first off, her arrival was so produced. The most staged bad acting awful she shows up in a like white rental van like a minivan a minivan minivan, you know production van that we see multiple times where she's driving she doesn't have a driver that's what I really enjoyed (laughs) I made her drive herself in her full makeup with no mask to pull up it was weird like and be like I'm Heather I have no idea what kind of impression they were trying to give with that, but it almost almost seemed like they wanted it. Yeah? You think so? I think so. They know, like, she has no chance in hell. They played her for a clown once. They know she's vulnerable to it. Because, you know, never being kissed was a whole thing, and they made all this awkward, like, moments and stuff, and she just came off across as really awkward. Yikes. And she does again. (laughs) Here she is. It's her archetype. Yeah, it was, well, it was stupid when the, like, what a security person at the <laughs> we're filming we're yeah talking. and then he was all oh let me like dispatch chris harrison and chris harrison stands like from afar in the driveway yelling at heather i know and then beforehand when he answers the phone as if he wasn't expecting what the, he's all, fuck? What the fuck is she doing here or whatever and it's like you could thought i've seen everything i'm like this is not even close to the most crazy thing that's ever happened on this show. I can list like 70 things that are way more scandalous and shocking. Um, number one, producer affair. Number two, cameraman affair. Number like I know. And literally, like this isn't even arriving. close. Right. Well, that's the funny thing is like Chris, it's become Chris's like cliche thing to always emphasize the like how dramatic things are it used to be serious like when he would say things like that you'd be like okay but now he's like trying to poke fun at the concept of things being like completely dramatic but the acting on this one was just so too like it's too you know the there's got to be some sort of grain of truth totally and there was none in what was happening yeah and Chris Harrison is um, getting a lot of heat right now. Uh, he had an interview with Rachel Lindsay where she um, brought up the Rachel, A-E-L, from this season. Oh, yeah. I haven't learned her last name yet. <laughs> Me neither. I have no idea what her last name it's, is. It was all over headlines because this interview got so much attention because Harrison basically just said all the wrong things. Like, oh, we need to have grace and all these things. And she's like, yeah, but um, what about these specific things are you saying like are okay? Like, cause he was saying things. He said too many things, first of all. Yikes. But like, he kept making excuses for her, like sounding exactly like her family and friends have been of just like, well, you know, this was a lot. He said these photos were, you know, from people are digging up photos, you know, the woke police are digging up photos from five years ago so he's um, kind of gaslighting all he's of completely them. gaslighting yeah. but here's the thing bringing up photos from five years ago 2018 it was a different time oh <gasps> that's bad that was not two years ago first we're of all it's two years the, ago we're barely in all, what are you talking about people like and rachel you know is smart as a fucking whip and she's like um actually those that was 2018 was not that long ago. Those parties had been banned for two years. Uh, we're talking plantation-themed frat parties. Yeah, let's, let's give this, like, a little bit of backstory. Because I think yeah. we briefly talked about Rachel and her, like, 
good point eighty past but like let's let's set the let's stage for this dig in because now it's it's beyond one tiktok at this point you know when it was a tiktok i was like okay we'll address it when it comes up but at this point it's fucking up when harrison's talking about it and saying things like he was acting like 2018 was 1812 like it's just ridiculous so rachel first it was a tiktok alleging she had bullied girls in high school for like dating black guys yeah big yikes in this scenario her friends jumped to her defense saying you all these things but then people also jumped to the other defense saying um yeah their entire friend group was really fucking racist and bullied me too and did this and that yikes friends that she's still like it's not like in the past the way Harrison's trying to act like right. this is a thing in her past these are people who are still in her life who are then like racists defending someone else and saying that someone else is not racist really doesn't hold a lot of weight for me no when the people defending you have said the n-word on their recent tweets you know totally there's just there's no nothing Rachel has not spoken out about this people can let it slide being like oh well if it's fake she doesn't want to bring more attention to it yeah sure then more things start popping up like dressing up as Native American, to which her mother um, said, she's, we have, like, Cherokee ancestry, which is- Oh, God, that's bad. It's still not appropriate because you're white passing. It's not, you know, I'm a quarter Costa Rican. I'm not going to go around and act as though I'm free of the privileged perspective I have being white. Like, that is, that's not cool at all. I wouldn't, like dress up and put on like Dia de los Muertos like masks and shit for Halloween and as a costume that's not cool it doesn't matter like if you have a sliver of anything in you yeah and I just yeah and the worst excuse (laughs) this last one is the worst because she is caught wearing an antebellum themed outfit at a plantation sorority fraternity party and the yeah. fact that she hasn't sent anything is just no. appalling to oh, me. Oh, she's also liked Instagrams with Confederate flags in them. She's, yeah, so and shared QAnon conspiracies. Yeah, Rachel plantation here. Huge this red is the flag. real pinnacle here. Point. Yeah. Dressed up in a hoop skirt at this white plantation frat party that had already been banned by the said racist fraternity in 2016. Oh God. So like it already was a party that had been banned, but they were just having anyway. Yeah. So there was no not knowing. Like there's just not. And then put all that aside. It's been five weeks since this has started. And she hasn't said a word. She's sent her friends and family or they've obliged themselves to jump to her defense of saying she's not, you don't know her she's actually not racist she's so, so sweet all whatever they want to say none of it excusing anything yeah totally and at this point she's clearly a front runner totally and it's a huge concern and Rachel Lindsay was calling out the fact that the show is not careful with their black lead in not casting not racist people she had lee garrett as we recall the very well publicly racist all over his social media put on her season and Uh, you can argue this wasn't as overt but it's there and you should know better yeah and you and you should have at least learned from the public commentary on this kind of issue like but then to flip it and go like oh people are looking for something to attack like no if and he tried to compare it to hannah brown who got heat for like wrapping the n-word in her instagram live she in the moment like tried to deny it and was like you know oh my god like what i didn't do that but then later like came back a couple weeks later gave an apology and showed that she's doing the work and people were like okay you know totally we appreciate it you know you can learn I'm glad you can admit that Harrison was trying to compare it like say that oh well crucifying you know people crucified Hannah Brown last time and this and like well but they had room for grace when she 
expressed regret. But Rachel hasn't said anything. Right, exactly. And I'm actually reading it right now, what, what Harrison said in quotes. First and foremost, I don't know. I haven't talked to Rachel about it. And this is, again, where we all need to have a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion. Because I've seen some stuff online, again, this judge, jury, executioner thing, where people are just tearing this girl's life apart and diving into her parents and her parents, her parents and her parents' voting record. What? That's so irrelevant. We're not talking about that. Literally. He's he's just trying to make it. He's so dramatic. It's unbelievably alarming to watch this. I haven't heard Rachel speak on this yet. And until I hear this woman have a chance to speak, who am I to say any of this? That's so, like, contradicting. Completely. I, I've just, like, people are pissed. I was pissed. I turned it off. I did. I watched, I got through the highlights and turned it off. He keeps going. So then apparently, you're right. So, so Rachel says the picture was from 2018 at an old South Annabellum party. That's not a good look. And then Harrison continues and goes, well, Rachel, is it, is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2020? That's what I'm referring. That's what I'm yeah this is crazy and the okay so you and I have been talking about this for a couple weeks now because you've been like telling me everything but the fact that it's now making it past just rumors to like legit like people magazine and shit like this is huge and for him to not be prepared enough to like say anything but I don't want to speak about this yet I'm gonna defend her wow yeah like what so the white people are the ones we have to worry about in this situation not the people she's potentially hurt god that's pathetic and that makes me really 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 upset. people are calling for him to be fired from the show wow i'm not surprised he- i'm calling for them to replace him but don't acknowledge it have a new guy pretend to be chris harrison and just act the same. <laughs> chris harrison's doppelganger like, different personality your ben but- higgins say you are chris harrison now and if he says it repeats it long enough, like MJ, he will believe it. <gasps> I am Chris Harrison. I leave the example. <laughs> I am Chris Harrison. I'm I speak. What is what does she say? I speak I, truth. I preach love, peace and harmony. Or I, I preach peace and harmony. Which she keeps saying this episode. Um, um do we want to segue? Are we great. like over this? I mean, I mean, I'm not over gonna this keep story. coming up. So I feel like we can segue just because that was pretty seamless. It totally was. That was amazing. Brilliant, Tolly. Yay, <laughs> applause for me. Um, we start the episode. <laughs> Talking about MJ and Jesenia. Yes, we start with MJ and Jesenia. Um, we were left on that lovely cliffhanger. And honestly, I don't want to give them too much attention, but I just wanted to write down a few of these things MJ said. Because it pretty much sums up what happens. She's huddled in the corner, a la Victoria, with her knees up, whispering, she's kind of such a little bitch. <laughs> I preach peace and harmony. She did say that. So, like, manic. Like, so manic. And she in just interviews then. Hold on, I gotta fluff my hair. I forgot who I was for a second. Had a weak bitch moment. But I'm back. A bad bitch. Holly, you even said last week that she's all hair. And this week, like, it really showed that that's what she relies her, like, completely all of it's in her hair. She she doesn't have the spine. She crumbled to the floor. We saw it. <laughs> she literally, like, within seconds of Jasenia being gone, she was, like, on the ground. Although it's probably cut, but you know, she wasn't, Senya wasn't gone for more than like 10 minutes. No. So why did you, why did you have a full mental breakdown? And then two seconds later, you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I had a weak bitch moment. I'm allowed to have a weak bitch moment, but Jusenia is not because she later then yells at her for being a weak bitch. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Then she goes to Matt and cries and says, I am trying, Jusenia for Jusenia? to say that I'm creating a divide in the house as I'm trying to bring everyone together. 
bitch where when bitch when to have my character put into question that hurt me the most i know you need a wife that preaches for peace and harmony <laughs> actually harmony and peace she flipped it up this time oh okay. she says too mad that you i know you want a wife that preaches harmony and peace when did he say that also that sounds awful it's terrible like, no one wants a preacher no one wants a fucking well actually maybe matt does because he he's religious but yes but peace and harmony is not i don't get like where she got got that line like does she have this like i okay so i can't tell if she thinks she's like a bad bitch like she's like trying to be g or something or if she's like a wannabe bohemian like hippie who preaches the thing i'm like she doesn't even know she's like what are you trying to portray (laughs) she is at the same time while trying to like portray a hippie freegan she is also trying to portray a streetwise like bad girls club wannabe yeah those don't compute (laughs) no not at all it's so bad and then she comes back to yell at jesenia and say i thought we talked this out as adults which i believe she's referring to the conversation where she yelled at jesenia and told her to shut up every time she tried to answer um (laughs) i think that's the adult conversation they had hashed things out right she's referring to right um jesenia really props to her for being able to keep her cool well MJ's yelling at me in uh, yelling at her in a way that I felt know that only too. my sister has ever yelled at me and I've only yelled at like my sister you know it's th- the level of fight that this is for someone you've known less than a month right and that's the so bad wild. girls it's totally that bad girls club vibe where she just like she goes from zero to ten in two seconds on people she has no relationship with and that is a huge red flag awful and then she keeps as that jesenia tries to answer and say mj i only said and then she interrupts her and says you need to do less at this point so we oh i jumped ahead i didn't write anything to follow up and start talking about serena next (laughs) but she like says you need to do less at this point you need to stop and like she hasn't said anything and it's just such white woman like acting it's it's awful to watch and jesenia just says meredith (laughs) and that's when we all learned why she goes by mj meredith brilliant genius that was a good dig i mean the nothing like power in a name you know oh totally it's completely like oh, you think you're so cool, MJ? Well, I'm going to call you Meredith because that's a fucking name. You can think you're an MJ, but you're not. You're not. You're just a fucking Meredith. Oh, my God. Like calling her Karen, except it's better. It's better. It's better than Meredith, and it's her real name. Oh, my God. Yeah. Genius. So, anyway, he sends her home, even though he sets it up sounding like he's going to keep her. He's like, you know, you've been connected for so long. It was a weird breakup. Yeah, he kind of sucks sometimes with that. I'm like, dude, you on one hand can be so like direct, like with Anna, you were so good about being like, I don't tolerate this, but also letting her know. Well, and it's because it felt like he did the same thing with her, but it just didn't, wasn't the same interaction. It shouldn't have been that, you know, he was like, yeah. I still think you're a good person, all this stuff, like to her, like, I think you're a good person. But like she didn't need that reassurance. She didn't think. Well, he but he, he kept feel guilt. Too, but he kept saying over and over again, like I didn't get that vibe from you. That this is what this is how you were. So he kind of let her on. He set it up like he was gonna believe her. Yeah, he kind of let her on a little bit. And it, yeah. I don't know. It was strange to me. I'm like, you you were so comfortable the other night. It was bizarre. Being super direct and like confronting the fact that you don't tolerate that, and now you're like. I want to trust you. I don't know. I, I don't 
that was a bad Matt James well, moment for me. It was because Anna, he didn't have a connection with, so he felt no hesitation about sending her home. This, right. he clearly was like, he's more into MJ than Jasenia, but when he knows Jasenia's probably the one who's in the right, he's like, well, I guess I yeah. have to pick Jasenia. That's what it felt like. Totally. Which honestly, they both should have gone home. He, we said that, of, yep. He, he kind of like, prefaced the, that possibility in his in the moment he was like I can't have them both here and I'm like good send them both home send them home they both suck they do but MJ sucks a lot more and I don't think Jasenia is gonna be much of a factor even no I think she'll again. probably go home soon I think she goes home at the rose ceremony that they put yeah in there. um I feel like I can tell who's going home pretty easily this week. Um, Because we then get to the, finally get to the rose ceremony. Well, they cancel the cocktail party. And that's when Serena says, "Um, Katie, this is your fault. You are always in the drama. When the drama that canceled this cocktail party, she had no part of. Yeah. Serena's bringing up drama from the week before. I don't get what that was about. Like, Serena realizes she has nowhere airtime and she needs to start shit. Yeah, she really did feel that way. And then also, it kind of created, I don't know, I almost feel like it was it worked to her advantage. It did. Because then there was the Katie one-on-one, and yeah. yeah that's so what I, was really frustrating about this episode, is I feel like Serena feels vindicated in some sort of way. When she doesn't deserve that at no, all. She doesn't, because it was ridiculous. None of the girls had her back on it. Everyone was no. like, what are you yeah. talking about? Literally, in Kits, in the moment, she was like, I don't understand why Serena's getting so upset at Katie. Like, can we please move on? Fully. And this pointless. Kit, 21-year-old Kit is the voice of reason here. What? I know. I'm like, do I like Kit now? Are you like, why, why do I agree with Kit? Why am I on the same page? Uh, so this, annoying. this was the same girl who said she was the CEO, the king, and the I president. Know, we hated that. Ew, but she's right in this situation. She's correct. Yeah. Um, the girls are very upset. Most, mostly the newbies, Brittany and Ryan, who then go home. So clearly had a reason to be worried. Felt Ryan, bad. Ryan was so sad. She was. I feel like Brittany was pissed. They didn't show her at all. No. I think she was just mad. I think so too. I think she was just like, well, fuck, okay. And Ryan just looked exhausted and like uh, sad about the fact that she had a shitty ass time. Her experience sucked. Yeah, I wasn't, I, her experience was bad because of the girls and I wish she could have stayed longer because when Brittany was one of the girls to leave, I was like, great. I feel like we're finally cleaning the slate of like most of the girls that brought drama. Yeah. Like, if it would have just been fucking Serena C, we would be fully in the clear. Like, MJ's gone, Serena C would be gone. Exactly. That would be awesome. But no, we still have... No, we had to keep Serena have and Dad Maggie home. I know! He's <gasps> Maggie. We knew. We, I called that one last week, but, like, still Dang. sad to see. Our little Ethiopian queen, I hope she is in paradise, but also think she deserves better, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, finally, I actually know who goes home and like, I'm not like, wait, did someone I yeah. don't know went home? Because yeah. I finally know who everyone is, I think. I think. Totally. It took this long. We're down to only one newbie and that's Michelle. And Stop. she doesn't feel like a newbie. No, she's she had, had the one-on-one and she, yeah. yeah. She's had a lot of airtime. She's great. I'm glad she's here. I hope she wins. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, yeah, so that happens, and then we get to the week, and Serena's still ready to keep this drama up, but the first date goes to Piper, which I definitely called this one. I didn't call Katie. You did! Date, you said that Piper was going to get a one-on-one. Piper's get got the one- <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> the one-on-one, and it is a carnival, and correct me if I'm wrong, but- there was a carnival in La Quinta on, I believe it was Brand- <laughs> Brendan's date, and they both had this weird story about carnivals, like, meaning something to them. No, no, it was Zach. It was actually Zach C. who had the carnival day. <laughs> no, he had the taxi. No, no, no. This was way before the taxi. Didn't he have a one-on-one? I swear he had a one-on-one, and they went on a Ferris wheel together. <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe that was their one-on-one. It was totally their one-on-one. I remember that. But it was... Brendan did one too then on his hometown, right? Yes, but there was no actual Ferris wheel. They did it with his... Well, I wasn't talking about the Ferris wheel. I was talking about the story about how they mean oh, how carnivals oh, mean something to me i got so caught up and yeah, was like what? i don't i got so caught was, up like, in the Brendan, actual amusement where part he's like, i grew up in like loving carnivals and that was just my thing <laughs> yes sorry i do remember him saying that okay. i fully don't remember anything about zach besides that cardboard taxi yeah no besides how arrogant he was how are like how are Tasha and zach super spreading <laughs> Oh God. They're just, they're everywhere. They're going out to dinner. She's visiting, they're visiting families. You know, they're flying from LA to New York. Yikes. Okay, moving on. We're done with that. That's that's how they are. They seem happy together. (laughs) Whatever that means. Anyway, so this is a cute date. They seem into each other, gets the evening date. And Piper's um, kind of, she pulls, does her serious story and it's about how she has trouble showing love and saying love because of her household and it's like whatever get it I kind of relate in some ways but I'm it's just so not that interesting I kid you not Holly like I considered skipping through the whole Piper date it was even the carnival I was just like I don't know what it is about this girl but I'm just not amused she's I'm bo- I'm really bored by Piper. I found her story, and, and I think it's like just a young thing in some for some of them because some people who are young have lived lives and have a lot of things to talk about and traumas to talk about. If we want to get serious, they have fun things to talk about. Yeah. I don't feel like Piper's lived a lot of life. No, I also feel like she's really nervous. Like yes. I get nervous energy from her. So well, and we see later where she like when he- Heather comes in and interrupts her, and she. Freaks oh, she freaked out. out. Yeah, she's all. Even though she fuck? had a one-on-one date that week and a rose already, and she was the one who reacted the most strongly. You know, I think that's just like kind of a. I, I didn't see it though as like a. I don't know what the word is, but this nervous energy. Yeah, I saw it as an anxiety thing. It, it was anxiety, and it that's kind of made saying. her yeah, feel like yeah, it was like. like yeah, she might like freaked out it. in a way that was disproportionate. And I think it was like, just like, she seems more nervous than anyone. Yeah, she's, she's pretty nervous. She's just like, which fair. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, don't. Can't really argue with her. No, that's fair. There's a lot to be nervous about. Um, But I, yeah, I'm very bored watching her on television. <laughs> Me too. Um, So then we get the group date and it's bowling. And it's very um Ari- circa 2018 or whatever year that was which was not that long ago Harrison. no not that long ago uh and they have they're bowling they're like oh it's all fun you know oh my gosh this is the most fun we've ever had no there's no drama nothing's happening yay which they keep doing like later in the cocktail party, they're like, oh my God, this night, there's no, there are going to be no surprises tonight. Like, why the fuck would you say that? <laughs> You're going to jinx it. Like knock on fucking wood. Obviously what? there's going to be something now. You can't say, oh my God, it feels so good to not have to worry tonight. It's almost like they're prompted to say that though. Cause then it's perfect timing. And yeah, it's just like, what's happening? They have to be saying, producers are don't all- you feel really good about how like <laughs> yeah. nothing's going to happen tonight? And don't you feel great about the fact that you can just relax? Nothing's going to happen to you. That's exactly what they're saying. That's the question. And then they're just repeating it back. And they're just like, yeah, I do feel good about the fact that nothing's going to happen to me. There's going to be no surprises. But even when they're sitting around like with each other, it's like, so they're the one they're talking to each other. Yeah, you're not answering producers directly, at least. It's also just kind of like, I get it. Some of that is also nervous energy in a different way where, you know, when people feel the need to like, talk about the weather or like talk about, you know, random things. I'm interested in weather, okay? Yeah. So, you know, that one is kind of a bad example, but. But it's the classic. It's the classic. classic. Yeah, exactly. I'm insecure about it because I realize I talk about weather. I'm like, should I not be talking about weather? <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm curious but, what it's like in New York right now. Yeah, no, it's a it's a valid 
conversation topic like I my day the weather severely affects my day and my mood so I think you know I like to know what weather everyone's in it's a a big influencing factor but talking about like having a default topic about how there's no drama right now is just like it just feels to me like nervous small talk energy like I don't know what to say right now so if I'm just- I was in that house and someone said that I'm like just sitting around with each other I would be like why the fuck would you say that <laughs> like my mother says wow your skin's been looking good lately and immediately I know I'm gonna get a huge zit like that's oh. how it works and every time I go mother why would you say that because <laughs> it, it it's just how the universe works you yeah. don't say shit like that no, you just know. Anyway, so bowling happens and enter Chris Harrison and they all go, oh shit. <laughs> and it's go. pink versus blue, exactly like the RE time. Mm-hmm. That, that's when uh, Crystal famously called him needle dick. Excuse me, what? I don't remember. remember she called Ari a needle dick. They bleeped it out, but it, that's what later they were like, yeah, it's, she said needle dick really funny isn't that great it's like oh crystal was so annoying and yet every once in a while she had her moments she had her moments (laughs) just like victoria i really miss her one-liners i don't know what i'm gonna title these episodes anymore i know right she's nothing she provided like funny absurdities just absurd words would come out of that girl's mouth yeah um yeah so they bowl pink wins and blue blue loses which is abigail brie i think and like a a kids and rachel front runners notice a bunch of front runners which is exactly what happened on Murray season where then he was like okay well actually i want to hang out with them so but this time i think it was always going to be the way i knew it saw it coming from a mile away there were only nine of them so there was just no point in doing yeah, it, like it group environment if there's only gonna yeah no it makes sense when there are 18 totally but yeah so of course the pink team is so happy it's four of them they're like we're gonna get so much time enter blue team in a weird way the way that went down was bizarre matt was like hey, i knew they were coming and they're all like okay they're like, oh, what okay. what so what have you been doing just not what's yeah and then we don't see him talk to any of them then the night's pretty much over after they arrive so yeah we didn't even get like he had a a conversation with michelle but i don't think we even saw it we no. just saw them come into the room and then suddenly there were other then michelle was like oh there are other girls here that's the thing we saw him talk with the original like we saw him talk with chelsea and then like michelle and then the new girls arrived and then it was like date's over um michelle gets the rose chelsea feels yeah. slighted he he does like make it seem like when he's with everyone he really make i can see why everyone's confused and thinks. well yeah and that's the like epitome of a, that's the epitome of a, a people pleaser guy like he'll lead you on indirectly and he's a nice person but it sucks because the whole time you're just like strung along because he doesn't know how to be mean no and he he also like he really is like agreeable he's always like oh yeah like he he agrees with whoever he's in front of and like he's super agreeable he kind of he he mirrors them in ways you know he's like okay like kind of me too he me too's the whole different way <laughs> they yeah. can't say it that way but like he's he, he like is always like oh yeah, I, I, me yeah. Too. I understand that you know and things like that but it feels not sincere when you watch it happen over and over and over again no and I think that it's going to be one of those seasons where the girls will watch it back on their own screens and be like oh I thought this was kind of special but I guess I'm realizing that it wasn't like this is just who Matt James is definitely this is like a beautiful quality but also something to be kind of pissed about if you're on the receiving well and you know it makes you wonder when it's always going to be hard for the winner watching because he kind of he's going to give Ben Higgins energy of like saying I love you to more than one person kind of thing totally that's bad on the relationship when you lock out when they see oh wait you said you love her too and like what yeah like who do you gonna put a strain on it totally yeah but I don't think he's unless he picks Michelle I don't think he's lasting with anybody no um yeah so that was the date and then we move on to Katie's one-on-one because I don't even want to talk about the 
already happened probably before this but the katie serena oh that happened before this you don't need to talk about it though don't need to talk about it it was not except for katie did say leave it with thank you for your feedback which is that will be the title actually thank you for your feedback brilliant feedback yeah and then serena also fully lied and said katie said something said she wasn't there for matt like what a weird play because katie was right there and said um I what are you talking about and all the girls are like well why why the fuck what no obviously no, it's she didn't also, say that. that's not the like the rationale for you you could come up with so many other things Anything. like you could say like oh you're you're a shit starter you can say all that but you don't need to, to make a like a a to z it made no sense. yeah it made no sense and she was like how would I like even if I even if you're right and I am a shit starter, how does that make me not here for Matt? Exactly. And like Serena's trying to be like, well, you're wasting your time talking about other girls. It's like, Katie did not. She, she went and interrupted Matt thing. with producers to say, shit's going down. You need to know. Yeah. It wasn't her own time. Totally. She wouldn't have gone out of her way to do that. But she, it, and like she said, didn't name names. All, the, all of it's just ridiculous. Serena better go home. Yeah, she so Katie did. gets her one-on-one. Oh, and who is it? It's Tyler Cameron who has like a bro chat with Matt before, and then the date is a prank, a lovely like, non-consensual, like sexual touching prank. I felt so bad because the way that Matt James like set it up when she arrived, he was like, "We're gonna, you know, we're at a spa," and so she's thinking, "You're gonna get a massage." She's like, oh, I'm going to get a massage. I might get a facial. Like, hell no. You are going to help me prank my best friend. And it was such a like, oh, I know that Katie would be good for this date because she's a joke. She brought a dildo. It's, uh, no, like Katie deserves more than that. Like, take her seriously. Clearly doesn't. The whole date says going home at the dinner party all over it. It is so platonic, like the most platonic date you could ever come up with. And then he like, when he, they, they show up and surprise Tyler, he like gets on top of him. He had a more sexual chemistry with Matt, with Tyler Cameron. He really did. And I was like, wow, if this is a bromance I've, I've never seen before, like. I've seen lots like that, actually. It was a lot. Guys are weird. Guys are weird, which is fine. I mean, I mean, you do you, but it is weird when you're when you're with a girl more chemistry with your bro than your date. Yeah, it's weird. Just yeah, weird. I I felt bad, and then you know she was during her like evening portion, like saying that she'll be there with him till the end if he picks her, and she was like, and then he was like, a no. very emotionally mature conversation, talked about how like you know I've don't want to change myself to match a guy I want to match a guy naturally and not like being ourselves I'm fully realized woman I know who I am all these things and he says thank you bye he's like I would like somebody less mature please yes please (laughs) 21 check (laughs) 21 check racist check (laughs) ridiculous just (laughs) awful oh um yeah so katie our lord and savior goes home the fact that freaking serena c is still there and katie is gone that's what makes me crazy Mm, but then again he hasn't had that much like contact with her so it's i mean i don't obviously serena c couldn't be the one to get the date to go home because she's not good enough tv Cause she's bad like she's bad at this clearly like her arguments have like she's pulling she's shit out of her ass she is really bad at this and when have she and matt ever even had a conversation i haven't seen them speak i oh my god we've never we've seen never them. seen them interact we've not never seen once. them speak literally not once i just realized that i don't think there's a single frame of them interacting out other than accepting a fucking rose at the cup you are right wow that's pathetic so that's why she's making these desperate moves you know so she can get more airtime because she doesn't care about matt that's the thing the hypocrisy of that like bitch you are not here for matt 
daddy. Otherwise, you would like make more of an effort. Yeah, like cocktail parties and stuff. Just ridiculous. So we get to the cocktail party where they all think nothing's gonna happen. Um, then Heather shows up. We already talked about that, and we get left with a cliffhanger of Matt laughing in his loud, boisterous, nervous way that he does. Laugh. I hate his fake laugh. It's awful. Like we all have a fake laugh, but his is bad and it's very obvious. Yeah. And I don't know, he just does it so often that I'm like, dude, stop. And yeah, Piper walks away. Who the f- what the fuck? Who even is she? <laughs> Wait, so like, but actually though, you were saying that he like Heather and Matt may have dated before? No. But like there was a rumor that a girl he dated not Heather at all. Some oh, okay. some girl who never wound up being on the show. Okay, gotcha. So or it never became a thing because it yeah, wasn't a white girl that much, I know. It wasn't anyone from the show. But he has met Heather. I'm pretty sure they've like It looked like they had interacted before. They're saying yeah. nice to meet you, but it makes me think maybe they really didn't talk to each other, but we're at a party together kind of thing. I believe that. Like she yeah, saw I- him. I think and the obviously way- they know of each other from friends like there's that yeah the way that he like interacted with her felt like the second time that they've seen each other yeah 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 it wasn't yeah it's so stupid it's just like why are you here be done it was bad and you know she's not gonna make it past this rose oh and then Serena C was like I don't like this girl like <laughs> I don't know who she is but I don't like her in her in the moment and I'm like of course who you do you like no Literally she who she said I hate she, she said she said I hate her she said I hate her she also says in the previews for next week's episode that she is a virus in the house <laughs> you can't call people a virus in 2021 2020 this is 2020 you, you also must call anyone a virus it's just so beyond mean like I just don't understand where it comes from why do you think that that's an acceptable word choice my god and to say I hate I mean to hate anyone you've never met it's just crazy like in her in the moment she's like I don't know her at all but I hate her I hate Mary Victoria calling people she's disgusting like where why (laughs) like you're just saying shit I hate Uh, her she's disgusting you've literally never met her right but like at least with Victoria, like she's she like looks bad. Like she's she the whole look is bad and clownish. Mm-hmm. But with Serena C, it's just like you're trying not to act like you're that way, but you are that way. Yeah, don't act like you're better than them. Yeah. It's bad. I was mad. <laughs> this episode made me mad a lot. But with that. Anything interesting happen? No. No. <laughs> Predictions for this elimination ceremony, because we have currently 11, including Heather. I predict we are going to not see Heather for very much longer. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope not. predict Serena C goes home. I hope so. And I had, I had some other people in mind that I'm forgetting who they are now because I can't remember. I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea goes home, mm-hmm. but I could also see her stay one more week. I could see Chelsea going either way this episode. I almost could see Abigail going either way this episode, just with the Me lack too. of time. I thought There's she was at least going to get one more week and then go home, but. And we've also seen her in her in the moment talking about how little time lots of screen time of her talking about being worried, which is never a good sign. Which is not a good sign. Yeah. So I think she's possible. So how many do you think he's going to get rid of this week? He's going to probably get down to seven or eight. And so at least not including Heather. So we have at least two or three. So Serena's one. Who else is on the show? I mean, I think it's probably going to be Abigail because the rest are Brie, Piper, Chelsea, Michelle, Kit. Kit, and Rachel. Yeah, obviously Rachel's staying, Brie's staying, 
Michelle's already got Kit, a rose. Piper Kit, has a rose. Kit is staying. Kit's staying. I'm pretty convinced that Kit is staying. Yeah. Like, I just feel like their one-on-one was pretty good. And I don't know. They've, I, I just, I don't, I would be pretty surprised if Kit went home. Me too. I'd be more surprised if Kit went home than some, but I wouldn't be the most shocked at them. Yeah. You know, I think people but- will be shocked when Abigail leaves. And I'll be like, not really. That's what I'm predicting. Is she? No, I don't. I wouldn't be shocked at all. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked at all. She got the first impression rose. He, she's so great. Like this and this. Everyone had such high hopes for her. I'm like, yeah, but. But like, okay, this is his first time on this show. Like, normally first impression roses are given out to people who have this like physical, like strong connection. And, you know, the first impression sh- rose is a good s- sign for the end. But, but with somebody for the men, never- it's never accurate with the men anyway. Yeah. So people yeah. should know better. That's true. I didn't even think about that. But also I think with people men- were shocked. They thought because it wasn't just the hot girl that he was sexually attracted to that it meant right. it was going to be more like when the women. He's just a nice guy. He's and he nice really, appreci- he just appreciated that she opened up about something unique exactly. about her. she was the only one who like had a like serious conversation on that first night like that so and um, honestly the only one with a memorable story and on that first night how the fuck can you remember anyone's personality exactly so like she's the oh. one you're gonna remember also he did pull her first at the cocktail party at this rose ceremony but he said she totally didn't hear him i, I like it he was didn't just hear I was him. Like, oh. and everyone she goes ha, 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 ha. i was like she's deaf guys she had like a like a really quick moment, and then she's like, "Oh me!" She realized okay. she was he was talking to her, but like, yeah. she didn't realize at first and stuff. And then everyone just giggled. I was like, mm, "A little weird." Like we're all friends here, but eh, a little shady. You know, a weird gig. Weird time to giggle when the girl who can't hear doesn't hear. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. Like obviously, you're not thinking about that, and you're just reacting. But it, for me as a viewer, I was like. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised with this group, honestly. No, the lack of not. class. This is a classless group of people. Yeah, which I have been called classless. I get it. <laughs> I was called classless by a Republican politician, a wannabe governor or what? congressman of Arizona. Who called you classless? Mm-hmm. What did you do? I called him out for spreading lies and anti-masking propaganda and like racist things oh you're so classless holly I'm very classless well i did say fuck you at some point but you know first of all why are you responding to me calling out your bullshit and then why are you yeah, sending you, messaging like, me lo- and this is not the point <laughs> ridiculous anyway i don't you know i'm not like a classy gal i don't like thrive on class but there's a certain amount of just like neither do I y'all this is ridiculous yeah it's a weird group all right weird episode I Eh, boring I think hometowns it'll start to get good again I'm excited for hometowns I think I think once this are they gonna do are they gonna fly the families in to probably what they did for Tasha season right Lima Colin in Nemecolin, <laughs> that big ass, much better place to be flown to than La Quinta. Oh, uh, where it's like scorching hot. Can you and there's imagine? nothing to do. Awful. <laughs> there's nothing to do. Nothing That's to do. Terrible. They're gonna have such better hometowns. Seriously. There Although we haven't no- had. Okay, we've had terrible dates still. Like we have had terrible dates, and I don't understand. They're terrible while also being significantly better than sitting by a pool at La Quinta. But like the prank date, terrible. Oh my God. Prank date, terrible. The, okay. What, what was before the prank date? What was the last one-on-one before Bowling. Katie? Oh, uh, carnival. Oh, Piper. Carnival? Why do we need to have a carnival? Don't play it out. I it's because they, do... they can rent a carnival to pop up any location they want. But why the fuck can't you go on and do... Well, they ziplined. Like, yeah, that was cool. They did but a like, hot air balloon. They bowled. Because yeah, they have a bowling I, alley. They had dinner in a, like, 
car garage or airplane hangar because they just have that car museum which is just on the Nemecolon property. I don't property. know. It's weird just place. weird. There's weird shit at Nemecolon and that's why. They're doing weird things. They're doing weird things. Yeah. They're doing really weird things. Although that is, yeah, Nemecolon is like known for that. They're like yeah. obstacle courses and like retreat activities. Yeah, so that's it. That's why all things that give me anxiety and remind me of being a young kid surrounded by other Summer kids. Summer camp gives camp. me so much anxiety. I think Ooh. I have a trauma that I've blocked out of my mind. It gives me. I, I remember viscerally feel a feeling sometimes when I just think about that. Yes, me too. I remember this one girl at summer camp told me how to star trip or whatever, where you stare at the stars, you, you turn around, and then all of a sudden you fall over or whatever. I don't get it. I don't know. But I hit like my knee or something really hard on a root, and then I, it was just a bad situation. Terrible. Yeah. Summer camp is triggering in summer. And then my camp counselor made like read us Twilight. <laughs> and I didn't want to hear Twilight before we went to bed. I was only in like fifth grade and she was reading us these like, in my mind, erotic scenes from Twilight. And I kid you not, Holly, it's the reason why I've never even seen the movies or read the books because well, she having tried- Twilight read aloud at all so weird (laughs) so weird there was also an there was a person in my cabin named she didn't go by her legal name she went by shades and she only wore sunglasses and I never saw her eyes (laughs) (laughs) a nightmare camp from like an 80s horror movie dude it was six nights seven days of that I'm that's horrible yeah and then I had to rock climb and I don't like that like none of it was good I don't like camp Nemecolon reminds me of camp I just am not a fan we're not a fan guys take us back to Palm Springs okay but no (laughs) no one take us to to Mexico please that's can we just get to paradise already that's where I'm I'm ready I'm not ready for a bachelorette season after this no are we so wait what's the scoop I think I'm pretty sure they're trying to get back on schedule and do bachelorette after this and then paradise with just like four seasons worth of people you know like wait so are we having a bachelorette like right after Matt James what I think is happening what isn't that stressful when is this gonna end (laughs) in paradise hopefully well there is a break um because we'll this season will wrap in march and bachelorette usually airs around the end of may right so we'll have a month and a half in between it's all crazy two months it's too much though we just had a bachelorette we just had two bachelorettes two And now oh we have somebody who's never even been in the franchise. What like, what are you going to give us now? This is madness. Crazy. Crazy. Okay. Well, we'll be back next week, hopefully with a better episode, because we'll be happier about it. You Let's know? hope Serena C is leaving. God, I hope so. I'm over it. Because then it'll just be drama that's, like, significant, you know? Totally. Anyway, see y'all next week. <laughs>